And away we go. Welcome into the Dish. Dan Strafford here dishing about today's Major League Baseball opening day daily fantasy slate. 11 games in total. There's a six-game afternoon slate, which uh, if you're just getting up, may be where you want to focus your attention uh, those games, I believe, start at 4.05, depending on the site you are on. Uh, I will mostly be looking at DraftKings today, making sure uh, that is where my focus is as we continue on throughout today's episode. I will uh, be looking at a lot of this stuff for the first time. So a quick uh, personal update here uh, at the top. Uh, some of you may know, but uh, just full disclosure, uh, I lost my wife back on February 23rd. Um, it sucks. It's shitty. <laughs> I don't, there's no sugarcoating it. Um, she was one of a kind and an amazing person. And uh, I will say uh, my life will never be the same. My girl's life will never be the same. So I'm going to do my best to do this as often as I can. Can't promise you it's going to be a daily podcast or video as I'm recording right now. Uh, but I can let you know uh, that I am trying my best to get it all out the door uh, as we continue on throughout the season. Jumping into MoonshotsMLB.com. If you're not yet a member, be sure to go check it out. You can see here on my screen, uh, subscriptions are up and running. You get everything for the early bird, 125. That's for the entire year. You get all the projections, the optimizer, and so much more. Uh, you get uh, StatCast data fed in. You can see it all right in front of you if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, it, it's a great tool, and Mike's been doing great work all offseason trying to get it ready for Opening day, you can see here uh, across the top, if I get rid of my recording bar, uh, across the top here you have uh, each of the games for today, and you'll see the Twins and the Yankees both have a green check mark. That means their lineups are in, and that will let the projections run for the day. There are base projections already loaded uh, that will get you pretty far, to be quite honest. Uh, if we take a look at the projections page quickly here, just to acclimate you to what's going on, to those listening uh, on podcast form. I am now on the MLB uh, projections page. So you have the pitchers and top uh, projections per position at the top. Down bottom, you have the stacks projections. You also have some ownership projections in there for the stacks. Down at the bottom, you have daily launch menu, which is the home run projection. Uh, Whiffer's row, which is where you will see the strikeout projections. And the theft report, new this year, a beta uh, to project stolen bases, expected stolen bases on the day. What you will also see, uh, if you're looking on YouTube, uh, you also see the DraftKings odds. The DraftKings odds for that projection, for a home run, for uh, a strikeout. Uh, total. So someone like Garrett Cole today, you'll see, has an expected strikeout total of 8.2. The line currently minus 160 on the over of 7.5, the under at 120. Uh, looking at someone like Max Scherzer, the line is just 5.5 for Max. Minus 160 on the over, plus 120 on the under. Mike hasn't projected at 7. Expected Ks. I'm sharing the screen. This means you get to see what we have as of 9.49 this morning. Uh, we have lots of data coming in throughout the day, or Mike does, over at Moonshots MLB. Check it out. Uh, it's a great resource. Optimizer uh, is ready to go as well. You can see here if I do the 11 games. Now I have an optimizer on this side, restrict batter versus pitcher, and I can start choosing who I want to lock in, remove from my pool, just how a typical optimizer will work. Uh, on any site, and you also have a, a how-to here video at the top. So let's dive in. Uh, this isn't going to be a especially long 
podcast is I am genuinely just getting up to speed on a lot of stuff, done a lot of season long, uh, but haven't really put on my DFS hat yet. But what I'm seeing here early on is weather, right? We know opening day throughout the Northeast is going to be cold. I'm going to point out here in the Boston area, it is frigid and it is windy. So we have an over-under in this game of nine. Well, actually, now it's showing us eight and a half. So it was nine about an hour ago. It's dropped to eight and a half. It's minus 120 for eight and a half, uh, plus 100 for over, So sorry, under eight and a half uh, at plus 100. This game feels like a game you really need to lock in from a weather perspective. Yes, it's Corey Kluber. Yes, it's Kyle Gibson. Uh, but it's an Orioles lineup that might have some gaps. Uh, you have a Red Sox lineup that is now without Xander Bogarts. Uh, you have a lineup that has a lot of question marks around how they will perform on the year. Uh, I do use leverage fan graphs still, as you see here. I'm a member over there as well. Uh, but scrolling through this Boston active lineup, just a 20% K rate. So I don't expect them to strike out per se, but an ISO of just 152. Average of 262 is you know above league average there for a team. WRC plus 106. So again, trending in the right direction. And then we look at Baltimore right here at 21%. ISO of 154. And this is the active roster from last year's stats. So I, I really think just off the bat here, I, I'm going to look at the under. Now, it dropped eight and a half. I should have gotten in at nine when I pointed out in uh, the Discord for Moonshots MLB. I did not. I do have gambling up here in Massachusetts now, so I will, from time to time, be talking about wagers. I am not a tout nor a sharp, so take it for uh, the vantage point that I have, discussion points amongst your friends, uh, as you discuss what an amazing podcast this is. So if we take a look over at our projections, uh, not surprisingly, Garrett Cole tops the list for your pitchers. You have Corbin Burns, Jacob deGrom, Max Scherzer, Aaron Nola. And then you get into an interesting sort of world here of aces on their teams, but probably not aces on this slate. But I really love Shane McClanahan. Not surprising there. I have a feeling he's going to be fairly highly owned today. Um, you have a DK points per dollar here uh, that Mike has uh, put together. If I go to pitchers, you have Hunter Green as your top option, point per dollar projection. Aaron Nola, Garrett Cole, Corbin Burns. Shane McClanahan's here in the middle. McClanahan feels like a potential cash game option against a Detroit lineup that its active roster has the highest K percentage of any roster on the day. An ISO of just 125. We're talking about a lineup uh, that <laughs> isn't going to scare a lot of people. Now, they'll have some pop throughout the year. You have Javi Baez and Riley Green. You still have Miguel Cabrera out there, most likely. Uh, but it gets light pretty quickly when you talk about, you know, Meadows has upside, but this lineup's going to struggle on the year. I think that McClanahan locks in pretty well here. He's at plus 200 on the money line. Uh, uh, sorry, he's at minus 240. Uh, Detroit's plus 200. So minus 240 on the money line uh, for the Tampa Bay Rays. I, I really think McClanahan's a strong play at that price point. Pretty straightforward, not breaking any news there. I will also say Hunter Green has a ton of upside here. Hunter Green pitching against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, the Pirates, again, top five in K percentage of active roster from last year, an ISO of just 158. So you're already talking about two pitchers at price points that are more than negotiable. 7,400 on DraftKings for Hunter Green, 70. 
700 for Shane McClanahan. And all of a sudden, you just open up to all these different options on offense. When we talk stacks, the Braves are going to be popular, right? The, the Braves uh, are, are going to be a team that lots of people target. Patrick Corbin, we know he's not very good. Braves minus 255 on the money line as of right now. Um, that's not shocking. It just comes to a point of what ownership are we battling against there? What, what ownership are we looking at? For this Brave stack, currently uh, looking at 11%, according to Mike. A big slate, right? 11 games. You have a lot of different options that you can get to. Lots of different ways you can go. So the Braves, not shocking. One thing I might do to differentiate, and something I liked to do a lot last year, is depending on how you feel about the 8-9 hitters. Go 8-9-1-2. Or go, you know, 3-4-5-6. Yeah, you miss out on Ronald Acuna and Ozzy Albies, and I get that. But you're just differentiating enough uh, that you're getting exposure to this team. And I'm talking about s- small amounts of lineups. If you're you know, crunching or, or optimizing 150 lineups, you're probably going to get to what the field's getting to on the Braves' top four hitters, would be my guess. Uh, not something I do. Uh, those sort of uh, questions I leave to my former colleagues over, over at, I was it, Sto- Sco- Scotastic? Stochastic? Stochastic? Formerly Osimo. Uh, formerly Fan Vice, uh, the Adam Shares of the world, um, who uh, really understands the mass multi-entry much better than I do. Uh, much, much better than I do. Adam's explained it to me a few times. I've tried it. Not very good at it. Um, so the Braves are going to be popular. Uh, that's not surprising at all. I, I think you're going to have to negotiate what exactly you want to get to there. The Brewers, the Padres, the Rays, and the Twins are currently your next highest projected stacks. Now, again, these projections will change over the course of the day. We do have a Nationals lineup in now as of 951. You can see those alerts coming in down here. I can get rid of those as we go. So I think the Brewers lineup will be one that I keep an eye out for here against the Cubs. I will point out it is Wrigley Field. Uh, So you want to be aware of exactly how much you're getting when... Is the wind blowing out? This website's not working right now if you're watching. Oh, there it is. We're back. So the wind is potentially blowing out at Wrigley Field. Uh, Right now, looking at it, this game's at what time? 2.20 Eastern time. So we have another four hours before this game comes. But we're talking about potential 15-mile-an-hour winds, 14-mile-an-hour winds. So that's at 7, 10 o'clock. We're talking 4 o'clock in the afternoon, 14-mile-an-hour winds. The game's not going to go much past that. But there's there's potential for wind here uh, at Wrigley. And once the wind's blowing out, you know we like to get a piece of that. So you talk about Yelich and Winker, Willie Adamas, Rowdy Telez. It's just 3,800 on DraftKings. So you have pieces there that I think uh, will be more than enjoyable from a Brewer's perspective. And then you start getting into Padres, Rays, Twins. I'm, I'm really intrigued by what the Padres do here to start the season. Uh, this is a Padres team that obviously has injuries and suspensions and a variety of different things they are uh, dealing with to start the year. But you have Herman Marquez, who, again, away from home, isn't necessarily a bad pitcher. We've heard that story many times before. Will he get traded? So on and so forth. But if we go... 
and we can do this on uh, Moonshots as well. If we click into Herman Marquez's name, we'll get some rolling data uh, on Herman Marquez from the past few seasons. See his advanced splits here. But if we go into fan graphs, which I'm a little bit more familiar with, just the quick clicks that I need to do. Away last year, an ERA of 3.34. A Woba against of 2.89. If we go to more advanced stats, home run per nine down to 1.05. K percentage is lower, walk percentage higher away. Uh, an XFIP of 4.44. Is that delightful? No, but uh, reasonable to say the least. So I don't know that I'm going to be on the Padres here. Uh, we have Yankees lineups. We have uh, Nationals lineups. Yep, that's all confirmed so far. Um, a Padres lineup will look like... So you have Soto, Machado, Bogarts, Cronenworth, Matt Carpenter down there at the 7 hole. Still waiting on a lineup, obviously, here. There's an over-under of 7 in this one with Blake Snell versus Herman Marquez. The over at minus 120, San Diego's minus 215. Let's go to one last site that I like to use, which is the Fantasy Labs website. And if we go to Vegas and look at our implied totals, and we scroll down to Padres. So Fantasy Labs now has has it at 7.5. So again, different books feeding different things. FanDuel versus DraftKings versus WinBet versus any of them. If you're betting, uh, this doesn't come from me. It comes from much more intelligent people than myself. You, you cannot be wedded to a single book. If you're mobile betting, you need to be on four or five different books. And there are plenty of websites that do this for you now. You can subscribe. You can uh, find some free ones out there. But you're looking for the best odds um, with the best numbers, right? You're not just saying, oh, seven and a half on DraftKings, I'm in. Uh, you might get you know, a, a variance enough of some plus or minus that can give you a leg up on the value you're getting in those bets. But seven and a half even, San Diego at four and a, four and a half. I get the projection. I will say, I think uh, I'll stay away. I might even look at the under. Uh, no, I won't look at the under in this game at seven and a half, but um, I will look at the pitchers in this game. Again, I know San Diego's gotten to be a more of a hitter's park, but uh, I, I'm not going to go to the Padres here. So going back to our projections, Braves are obvious. Brewers I like. The Rays against Eduardo Rodriguez, I don't care. <laughs> I, I know that's not much of a commitment either way. But Eduardo Rodriguez is one of those pitchers who uh, we were supposed to see great things from with uh, the Boston Red Sox. Got traded to to Detroit or or signed with Detroit. I don't even remember at this point. Uh, but he's their opening day starter. Uh, there's enough to to have red flags on who he is as a pitcher. Has struggled against lefties at times, uh, which you wouldn't expect. But I think Rodriguez has enough of a pedigree here for me on opening day to potentially just sort of bag it for the Rays, which is a team I struggle to really understand. If we try to find the Rays projection, here we go, it's... Average points for DraftKings is 8.30. What sort of lineup are we looking at for the Rays? Rays versus the Tigers. Yeah, you have a Rosarena. You have Wander Franco. You have enough pieces here, but I just don't see a stack that stands out. I will say 
Jose Siri, which I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm going to try my best this year to actually pronounce names correctly. Um, uh, let's do a baseball reference. Quick look up here. Um, Jose Siri uh, is going to steal a lot of bases. And again, that's not necessarily something we've targeted in the past when it comes to DFS. Yeah, it's Siri. Okay. Um, but I think that you have some upside. Uh, again, talking 9-1-2. Again, so... To, to flesh that out a little further, the whole idea of baseball is at-bats, right? Top of the lineup, you get four at-bats if your offense is going well, maybe even five. Bottom of the lineup, you're reducing it by one, right? You're just the opportunity there is not as high. I'm just talking about differentiating a little bit from whoever else you're playing against in large fields, getting a little bit different, getting some upside. Siri gets on base. I have not looked at catcher stats for the Detroit Tigers. Uh, so I, I want to caveat my statement here. But someone like Siri, I don't mind going 9-1-2 with the Rays here, potentially, uh, against Eduardo Rodriguez. So let's take a quick look at the daily launch menu. Again, there are odds on these websites to get uh, at different values. They are home run or not, right? Yes, they will hit a home run. No, they will not. Obviously, then there are you know, two home runs, three home runs, and, and those uh, odds go higher and higher. To anyone who is a gambler, feel free to ignore me on this stuff, uh, just trying to keep the conversation going. But if we look at uh, Schwarber, Judge, Matt Carpenter pops up there. Now, Carpenter struggled a little bit to start the year. He did make the team. He is projected to be in the lineup. Um, he's at plus 650. Daniel Vogelbach's at plus 850 here. And if you start talking about parlays, it becomes fun, right? And and hopefully everyone remembers, you know, problem gambling, call the 800 number. Uh, we're here to have fun. Uh, we're here to hopefully make some money uh, as the day goes on. But uh, Carpenter stands out from a projection standpoint. I don't know uh, much about projecting home runs as a course of action. Again, this is a Padres team against Herman Marquez. Uh, if we go back to Herman Marquez, we can look at his home run numbers against lefties uh, and see if that is a bugaboo of his over the years. Uh, let's go back to Herman Marquez. Our splits here, lefties versus righties. Lefties on 2022. Home run per nine of 1.61. I like that. That's obviously a number that stands out a little bit. Uh, hard hit percentage. We got hard 37.2, medium at 53.7%. This is all against lefties. I could see it. I, I, again, this is numbers coming from the website today. I won't do a video every day because I don't want to show the projections um, for those who are not subscribed, but trying to give you a little bit of a taste of what you might find as the days go on. On... Moonshots MLB, partnering with Mike again this year. You may not hear a podcast from me every day, but I will do my best to get some thoughts out. We looked at the, the Whiffers Row quickly. You can see here what Mike has projected. Again, that Hunter Green line uh, is at 7.5, and 7.5 and is his projection. I think Max Scherzer was the one that stood out before, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he's projected at 7. Five and a half is the line, minus 160 on DraftKings as of today. You can even see here, there's a plus minus window. So you get to see who's 
higher or lower. I'm talking about over and unders, obviously. So Marcus Stroman projected at 5.6. He's at 4.5. Stroman's not much of a strikeout guy these days, but the projection numbers are liking that. Uh, Nola um, is there as well. All right, let's take one final pass through these projections and see if there are any other stacks uh, that stand out. If the Mets' ownership is truly showing at 2% and the Phillies' ownership showing at 3%, and you want to get freaky on, on opening day and, and hope for a, a ace blow-up, I get it. Uh, Alcantara is obviously a great pitcher. And somebody I wouldn't necessarily target. But when you have all the aces going, uh, it's pretty easy to see where that is. Same for someone like Jacob deGrom. You, you know he gives up some home runs. Same with Scherzer, right? Like, these are all guys who, if you want to talk about one-off bats uh, against deGrom, you talk about a Corey Seager. Um, you talk about how hot he was during the WBC. Uh, matchup is really solid. He doesn't strike out a ton if uh, deGrom... Middle-middle one, you get a, a nice upside there, probably at very low ownership. And the same against Alcantara or against Scherzer. Um, less bats that I'd want for Scherzer. Uh, Luis Arise, I think, might walk. <laughs> but uh, Jazz, uh, I know Jazz has been touted uh, as a, a breakthrough, but he's 5,100, so I would stay away from that one. A little bit of a meandering talk here. Uh, as I said, not necessarily on top of my game when it comes to daily fantasy as of quite yet, but just walking you through what I'm seeing on Moonshots MLB, what I'm seeing on Fangraphs. And so I think it's pretty standard and straightforward where uh, Braves and Brewers, I think, are, are fine at the top of your stacks. Uh, I think the Blue Jays are always going to be an intriguing option uh, because of their power and their upside. Uh, let's see. They're in St. Louis. It's 68 degrees. One of the better weather games. They're facing Miles Michaelis, who isn't all that great. Um, so you talk about... I used to talk about a lot, I realize. Uh, Brendan Donovan, Lars Newbar, Goldschmidt, Arenado. All fine options. So the Cardinals, if I'm choosing right now, I don't mind getting in on the Braves where, where I think necessary. Again, 9-1-2-3. Uh, Brewers, if the wind is in fact blowing out uh, at Wrigley Field, that feels like a lock, uh, especially someone like Rowdy Telez as as an anchor uh, for your lineup building. And then the Blue Jays, not projected. They're middle of the field right now. These projections will continue to roll in as uh, the lineups get updated. We see now the Braves are in. Uh, their average points has jumped up to 9.73. Uh, I think you have, obviously, an abundance of options you have an abundance of information out there. I will remind you one more time. You can sign up for Moonshots MLB. You get everything. So lock in the plan for the year right now, 125. Um, that gets you the optimizer as well. If you just want a limited optimizer, then it's 95. Again, cheap price. You break that down by day. What are we playing? 150 slates? Maybe even more if you're talking about night slates and turbos and, and all the rest. Um, you're spending less than a dollar a day to get this information that Mike has really optimized, to use that word, over the past few months. Uh, reach out. You can find me on Twitter, at Dan Strafford. You can find Mike, of course, uh, on Twitter as well. Pull that up here uh, and make sure I get it right before I say it. Uh, it is at MoonshotsMLB. And 
let's have some fun this season. So again, going to do my best to get you content every day. I'm going to get more up to speed on what we have uh, going on. I will point out fun stuff for Yankee fans. Anthony Volpe uh, batting ninth, uh, New Jersey native um, who made it to the Bronx. I was surprised. I really expected Peraza to to be the uh, shortstop to start this year. But Volpe uh, was very, very impressive in spring training. Showed he had a decent arm. I know his arm was the big thing they were talking about not being shortstop ready, but we will see how that all plays. With that said, also we'll point out Michael Conforto is just $3,000 in Yankee Stadium against uh, Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole last year, well, over the past few years, we've seen has really gone to that boomer bust approach of strikeout pitchers. Gave up 1.48 home runs per nine. 1.48 home runs per nine. You heard that right. Uh, against lefties, 1.68 home runs per nine last year. Struck him out a ton. 36% on the year, but Conforto, a dart throw potentially for a home run at Yankee Stadium. Before I leave you, let's just check if Conforto's in our projections for homers. No, I don't see him immediately. Yeah, he's just up in the regular projections. All right, well, not projected, but a dart throw. Uh, Michael Conforto could be a fun one there, uh, whether if you're uh, betting or if you're looking at um, plugging him in a DFS lineup. Hope this was at least mildly entertaining. Hope this uh, gave you a lowdown of what you can expect over at Moonshots MLB. And I, of course, hope uh, it gives you some insight into where my lineups will end up being as we go forward and as I get my head around DFS again. I will hopefully be able to dive in a little bit faster and dive in game by game. Just sort of take take my way through uh, on any given slate, uh, the matchups and the pitcher's opportunity to have upside. Um, one last time, just to, to make sure I say it, pitchers-wise, uh, it really does feel like Hunter Green and Shane McClanahan are in a mighty fine spot uh, to do just fine today uh, without having to pay up for, you know, Scherzer or uh, Garrett Cole or DeGrom, you have lots of options. Aaron Nola, even at 8,100, is is a fine, fine option uh, with, with plenty of upside to go with it. I'm realizing before I have to correct myself, before we go, uh, I made the mistake of talking about Corey Seager against Jacob DeGrom. I should have been talking about Kyle Schwarber and Derek Hall. Uh, so Derek Hall is most likely batting cleanup today uh, against DeGrom. 2,900. Strikeout potential is obviously there. Walk potential is not there for, for Hall. But uh, home run potential is there against DeGrom. Have to correct myself. Uh, made the mistake of Seager uh, against DeGrom because of forgetting DeGrom was pitching for Texas. And that Seager was on Texas for a season already. So we'll get there. Appreciate everyone listening. Appreciate you watching if you're over on YouTube. And we'll be back with more. MLB DFS right here on The Dish.